Denise, thanks very much for uh, agreeing to meeting with me today. Um, an exciting week ahead at Everton Football Club, which uh, we'll come to in a in a few minutes' time. But uh, I was reflecting myself that this is uh, it's almost your six month anniversary coming up as CEO of our great football club. Um, what's been the toughest challenge so far, or what continues to be the toughest challenge you've had in this role? I suppose in any leadership role, any senior leadership role, it's not about one single challenge. It's about how you work collaboratively as a team to to face head-on challenges on a day-to-day basis, really. But obviously, on appointment, um, one of the first things I had to do was look at the removal of the manager and the first first team backroom staff and obviously director of football, and then very quickly um, mobilised to get um, Marcel in position, embed Marcel into the football club, ensure that he fully understands the philosophy and ethos of Everton Football Club, and then securing um, Marco alongside Marcel, the first team backroom staff there, you know, embedding them. So lots of change in terms of the on-pitch, and then also off-pitch, the relocation to the Royal Ivy Building, successful completion of accessible stadia capex program so certainly lots being going on on and off the pitch but a real privilege and uh, no matter how tough the challenge is i'm certainly ready to face them last time we met we were at the live building hq i mean that's a real statement of intent for the football club i felt moving into premises as amazing as as what you've uh, secured there yeah, I mean, I think obviously world-class building on a, on a world-class waterfront for, in my opinion, a world-class football club. So, you know, it's uh, befitting of the staff, I think, to be located at our headquarters there. I think also the benefit of being there on the uh, in the library building on the waterfront is one of sort of preparation, really, and business continuity. So obviously they're in anticipation of the new stadium arrival. Um, and it's just been terrific in terms of efficiency and effectiveness for all the teams under one roof, which is something we'd had an ambition for many years, you know, almost nine years, to get everybody under one roof. And uh, we're certainly feeling the benefits of that already. And an iconic, wonderful place for fans to come and see, which uh, really treasures the history and heritage of the football club as you're walking around the office space. Absolutely. So you've mentioned Everton, world-class football club, requires... Uh, a world-class stadium as much as we love Goodison Park so how important are the next three weeks in terms of that public consultation going to be for the club? I think it's critical I think it's the second major milestone really in respect of the stadium project the first obviously securing the option on the land um, and now entering into the formal consultation it's uh, it's key to Everton this is really now an opportunity for us to listen listen to our fans listen to the business community politicians and the residents of the city region so obviously internally we've made great efforts in terms of securing what is a breathtaking site engagement to date with fans you know our principal developing the key principles document appointment of Colin Chung um, Keith Harris leading the project so lots of things that have been going on obviously in the background but this is the first opportunity we have to come out formally and speak to our fans and also the wider community so um, a very interesting three weeks, as I say, a time for listening. Um, and this is really important for us as it helps us prepare for a planning application. So uh, there are some conspiracy theorists out there concerned that um, non-Evertonians might try their best to scupper the, the plans. Do you share those concerns or is it something that you're, you're not really worried about? I would hope that the people of the city of Liverpool understand that this is more than just a new home for Everton Football Club. 
it is a spectacular placement on a wonderful um, site, you know, on the banks of the Royal Blue Mersey. And for Everton to have the chance to play football there will just be magnificent. But this is about Bramley Mordock and, and the impact it will have on the whole city, the wide scale regeneration project that will bring, you know, 15,000 jobs, um, billion pounds regeneration and will be the catalyst for Liverpool waters. So I would hope that people, regardless of whether they follow football at all, will recognise what this can do um, for the city region. So whether it's about jobs, you know, employment for our children, our children's children, and adding to the visitor, you know, the destination, Liverpool as a destination um, and the tourist attraction, you know, this is a just a wonderful opportunity and we've had great support um, from, over, you know, over the park at the moment in terms of understanding the importance to this as the city and we would hope that that continues. Yeah, and the Chief Executive of Liverpool Football Club has already publicly expressed his support as well. And I think when you look at the economic uh, advantages, the facts, and they are facts, that what the, the regeneration would bring, uh, it's, a, it's a, well, for me, it's a bit of a no-brainer. Yeah. Um, when the People's Project website went live, I know you were over in New York, uh, with, with I presume, meeting Dan. I know you... I presume we're not going to get any more details on the design, etc. But are, are those conversations taking place in the background still? Yes, of course. I was there to see Dan and had a wonderful opportunity to meet up with some of our fans too in the evening at Supporters Club, which was just uh, terrific. So obviously, yes, lots of work being done at the moment, as you can appreciate the sensitivities of the site in terms of our sort of the um, need to preserve the heritage elements of the waterfront, um, you know, they're key to the design. So still conceptual at the moment, but mm -hmm. as soon as we are able to have plans to share with our fans, we will be eager to do so. Yeah, But the bottom line is this consultation is so important. Without this consultation, potentially no stadium. And that the next three weeks, that's why it's vitally important as many Evertonians engage with that consultation process. Yes, it's a formal statutory process that we have to go through. So yes, if you have, you know, you're all the fans and their parents, nieces, nephews, everybody. And as I say, the people of Liverpool, if they could please just come out and, uh, and engage with the process, that would be fantastic. And are the future plans for further consultation further down the line around design, capacity, etc.? Yeah, I mean, we've been, as I say, we've been eager to consult with the fans as much as we've been able to to date, whether that's around the principles or having early discussions with the architect, Dan Meese, obviously, and fans are aware that we have done that. As we gain momentum and the progress is made post um, the statutory consultation, then obviously we will be really keen to ensure that we can have full um, fan engages. This is such an important project for the football club, but most importantly for our fans and the move from Goodison Park, the spiritual home for us for such a long time. You know, um, it's really important that we're able to, um, you know, maintain that Everton essence and take everything that we can in terms of terms of reference for fans from Goodison Park into our new stadium. So, um, you know, it will be vital that we communicate and do that efficiently and effectively. And I hope that the fans have seen greater communication from the football club over um, the last few months. It was something I heard very early in post that fans were eager writing to me, you know, communicating with me saying, please, We'd like greater communication around all elements of the football club. And that's why we've done, you know, obviously Scott and his team, the engagement team working much closer with the fans. We've had the, obviously, the document that I issued to all shareholders and season ticket holders, and then obviously the insight into the Royal Liver building. So when we have got information to share, you know, we're keen to do that. Okay, great. Um, it's not just about a new stadium. Obviously, a lot of the people's project is around the legacy that we leave behind at Goodison and L4. Why is that so important to you personally and to the club as a whole? 
to me it's just so so very important and I think we've seen many football clubs in the past who take up occupancy in a new home and uh, what they may do is take a tariff from a builder and you know move off into a new shiny stadium and uh, and forget about the people who've housed them for many years and I made it very clear at the general meeting last year that we will never abandon Liverpool for the Goodison Legacy Project, the Civic Inheritance Project that we will be able to develop at Liverpool for is not only really important to our ability for planning in terms of planning the expectations from the planning department but for Evertonians it's more genuine than that it's that we wouldn't want to abandon um Liverpool for so it's it's critical that we've had projects running in parallel so the Goodison Legacy project is running in parallel with the Bramley Moor Dock Stadium um, program and uh, obviously there'll be lots of consultation with fans around that too and in particular those people who live in the Liverpool four area so we're using this formal statutory consultation exercise to go out and hear from them about the Goodison Legacy project too um, but to me you know as I say we've played football and there's been our home for so many years that it would be the wrong thing to do to just walk away and relocate ourselves in Bramley Moordock. What we want to do is create a vibrant, happy and prosperous community at Liverpool 4 and also develop around our Bramley Moordock um, stadium and then have some kind of toffee trail that connects them both together. In the last few days, the club have announced a, a price freeze for the season tickets for, for next season, which I know most fans, if not all fans, will have welcomed. What was the rationale behind that decision then? I think the rationale is around affordable football. It's really you know, important to us as a football club that families can access tickets and get to watch football together in our stadium. So this is another demonstration of that, really. Obviously, the um, junior season ticket prices that we've held as well at £95. And also that 20 to 22 to 25 category of those young people who are in transition, maybe coming out of education, training um, or progressing through employment, that they have an opportunity to have a smoother transition into pricing so it's a key consideration for us in at Everton to keep our ticket pricing affordable. No, I think it's a great decision and obviously that was uh, a subject at one of our recent fans forum meetings the the consultation the club have had with us on season ticket prices and ticket prices uh, as a whole um, that's one of the things we we like about the club in terms of the discussions we have with with the forum what role do you think the forum the fans forum can can play in the future now we're currently recruiting. We've got our application period open right now. Uh, what would you say to encourage those supporters out there who are maybe thinking about applying for a place in the Fans Forum? How do you, how do you see the forum developing? I think it's a really exciting time to join the Fans Forum. And I would want to you know, assure fans that the Fans Forum have a real and valuable voice in the football club. So you know, if you are sitting at home and you think you'd like to contribute to the life of the football club in a way that helps guide and give feedback to myself and the exec team and um, our leaders within the organisation, then it's a very well-structured, organised um, group of people who have real care and consideration for the football club. It's very welcoming. All thoughts and opinions are heard openly and are listened to. And it's of primary importance to us that we have that feedback loop and communication. So I would really say if you're sitting at home and you think you would like to actively engage, then please use your opportunity um, to submit an application for consideration. Yeah, I would echo that. Uh, you mentioned earlier about in terms of replacing the, the manager at the end of last season, you talked about getting Marcel in first of all. What was it about Marcel and then Marco that impressed you so much? 
I think Marcel, obviously his profile, his background um, was something that was exceptional really and somebody who I thought would we would really, really benefit from having here at the football club. And I have to say he is just a terrific um, you know, professional and wonderful to work with. Marco, really ambitious, um, you know, shows great opportunity and the, uh, you know, in terms of his coaching and his success that he's had and really is his ability to inspire and motivate young players and, and current players, even the most senior players. So somebody who I think was a great Everton fit. Um, Marcel is certainly a great Everton fit. And I think between us, uh, you know, having this triangulated leadership structure, um, which is, you know, where we have our eyes very firmly focused on on and off pitch performance to make the club as successful as it possibly can be. And building into that sort of robust and resilience, long term, sustainable philosophy for Everton Football Club. They've been terrific. Um, and it's a real pleasure working with both of them each and every day. Most importantly for me as an Evertonian, they understand the club. Yeah, they, get um, they get the club and they've spent an awful lot of time ensuring that they do that. So, um, again, that was something that even though we had such a short period of time for preparation, they were wholly dedicated and immersed into what it means to be an Evertonian and what it means to represent this football club. Have you set them any targets for the season? We work together, obviously, whilst all of our targets are set by the board. Mm -hmm. So um, we're all very clear on what our targets and objectives are. And we're working very hard um, to satisfy those objectives. Okay. So on the Fans Forum website page, uh, on the club's website, we have a little bio uh, for each member. Uh, so I've just pulled some of the questions off our bios, which I'm going to post oh, to you no. just on a, light, <laughs> on a lighter note. So nice, easy one. First game you attended? 1979-80 Derby at uh, Anfield with my dad. Um, yeah, that was my first game. 2-2 two, two draw and uh, and a streaker present at that oh, game. Right. So there you go. So uh, not one to be easily forgotten. Uh, favourite Everton player in history? My favourite player, Seamus Coleman. I was going to ask you who your current favourite player, but I thought it might be controversial. Bob Bob Latchford, Graham Sharp, they're my sort of historical um, heroes. And Seamus Coleman, I think, will potentially always be my hero. He's such a wonderful player and so such a fantastic ambassador for this football club and representative for the football club. He's uh, and he's a a, you know a pleasure to watch. Uh, Your favourite Goodison memory. Uh, Everton West Ham last year 4-0 hat-trick by Rooney and Ashley Williams and the reason for that I think it was a very very tough time at the football club Mm. we were going through a really difficult period and it was the one night that I could physically feel my chair shaking underneath me throughout the whole of the game not just when we scored there was just such a fantastic atmosphere um, and sense of cohesion really and um, it had been a tough season for us and mm. so it's one that really does stick in stick in my mind okay right thanks for that Denise um, thanks okay. for your time and uh, good luck with the consultation over the next few weeks thank you thanks a lot bye-bye